This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. with Eric. Eric, how are you this morning? Hey Todd, I'm feeling I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like jumping on buildings, you know, shooting arrows at tree things. I'm ready to go. Ready to take on the day. Very nice. So that was a very obscure way to answer that question if you didn't know what was going on. So I want to let the listeners in on the Eric just described what his character did this past Monday night as he entered the delightful world of Dungeons and Dragons. As you may recall, longtime listeners, uh, Eric and I had a bit of a bargain going wherein I would try out fantasy football. And now that that is concluded, Eric is opted to join us on my regular Monday night game for Dungeons and Dragons. And sure enough, first thing he did was climb on top of a building and start sniping with his bone arrow, a bunch of weird plant creatures that were attacking the group. And uh, great fun was had. In my opinion, I, I enjoy. I've always enjoyed the game. Eric, how did you find D and D to be? All right, so let's let's give you the premise here. All right, so I agreed upon this. Um, I actually like it wasn't even in the deal, so to speak, when we first said fantasy football. You were a good human being, and you said <laughs> yes, I'll play. And there were no other like caveats. It wasn't. You're well, right. Yes. You know, it, it it was more of a I'm gonna play. You guide me along. Sure, no big deal. Now, there is a significant difference between fantasy football involvement and D&D. Now, fantasy football, for those familiar with the Chips episode, that indeed was what we did uh, to prep Todd for the most part. Maybe there were a couple other side conversations, but you witnessed the whole preparation, um, the entire what we needed to do to prep Todd so he could play this game. D&D, on the other hand, we had ideas to do a, like, eight episodes arc, but we have other ideas in, in mind that are probably grander than that. So Todd and I, for the most part, D&D takes a little bit more time to prep. So Todd kind of had to get this set up. And I willfully said, hey, Todd, you know, since you played fantasy football, took it serious enough, put your lineups in, so forth like that. Let me, you speak my language now. I feel it's only fair that I can speak yours. So that's kind of how I volunteered to to join the game uh not to mention that for years people have been saying oh you should play do you play D? blah 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 like it just was something that i would be decent at or at least they would think i would enjoy but there is significant difference in terms of preparation so todd <laughs> for example let's let to get a new player into the game like myself what all did you have to do so i mean step one is you need a character you need some sort of you know, entity to role play as, and you need to have all of their, you know, game statistics so that when you say, oh, I don't know, want to sneak, sneakily jump up on top of a building, we know what dice to roll and how good you actually are at those things. So we had to get you a character together. Now, in a lot of circumstances, the the new player would actually generate that character themselves, like go through the books and pick out, you know, oh, I want to be a human or an elf or dwarf and pick out, oh, I want to be a, a wizard or a fighter or a, or a, you know, a priest or a, a thief or whatever. 
I tend to prefer to have people who are completely new to the game. Like, give me an idea of what you're interested in, and I will make that character for you. Because you thought you had a lot of info dump on you to learn how to play Eric as oh, yeah. is. If you if I had to go through everything that goes into making a character, you'd probably your your brain would have fried. Like it's yeah, just, it's it's just too much information all at once. So I went and basically said, "Hey Eric, I think you know we'll we'll, we'll have you be a human because you can relate, and that's easier for for a beginner." And I said, "As far as classes go, I think you'd be better suited to be either a fighter or a rogue." Because they're pretty straightforward and you don't have to learn all the spell casting rules. And you're just like, all right, cool, sign me up for the rogue. So I made you up a you know a human human rogue, got him all together. Again, because you're new, I kind of jump started him with a little bit of a backstory, which I tied into the existing campaign so that things would be a little smoother. Which yes. how do you feel that went? Oh, it went well. So so for those that would be confused, like me, um, <laughs> Up until, you know, a week ago or less than that. So the players, there were, what, four? There's four of you guys. Todd as a dungeon master is basically the guy that controls it. He's just all weird characters that aren't these other three people, right? And you kind of create the game and the boards and and what you think might happen, right? Correct. But there were three others that were playing the game that they already did, like, a year's worth of dungeon crawling or vice versa. Yeah, we've been playing for a while. For those who who are aware of what th- such things mean, they're all like sixth level. Yeah. So so I jump in. So he ba- the whole goal was like I didn't just jump in there randomly. Like there was they have a storyline so to speak going. They have things that they're trying to accomplish and backstories. So Todd migrated, um, you know, the character that I had to have semi. Uh, you know, backstory that I could relate to some of the characters in some ways, and I have my own little thing. And that was kind of the preparation that was like uh, lots of information dump. Uh, Yeah. You know, Todd and I pushed off, and I think uh, behind the scenes, there was several weeks where we just could not record and really couldn't talk much, whether that be, you know, having to take the kids to school, being ill, I had a whole Todd, dental situation. I was going to say, Todd so I couldn't have, talk. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> at least not well. That causes problems. So, so we kind of were putting stuff off for a while, and then it was just like, yeah, we better talk. We got like three days before Monday. Let's get this done. And for someone like myself who hasn't had a lot of free time as of late, Todd was gracious enough to send me a player's handbook, uh, a big uh, hard hardback book. Uh, looks like a school book. Really does. Uh, and some, and some dice, which I, I think is the dice is just a, like initiation into the club maybe. And maybe the player's handbook is too. Cause I, like, I didn't read it, but I have it. Um, <laughs> and, and he sent that kind of information. So that way, uh, you know, I could read up, I guess, uh, prior to kind of learn a little bit if need be. Eh, um, I mean, yes, it it is a good resource, and you know, at some point, I expect you will need to refer to it. I also know that Eric, you are not known as a a reader, as they say. No, no um, as we we've deemed it. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, when uh, when the rest of the fellows, because th- this this group is all people who've never played D anD D before. It's my two my two brothers in law, my nephew slash Eric's mm. son Hunter. Oh, who's um, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and and now Eric and like no one had played D&D before now 
So, and kind of as part of my, oh, cool, you guys are going to play a game with me. Like, I got everyone a set of dice and a player's handbook so that those who wanted to could refer to it. Like, they, the player's handbook comes in real handy if you're like a wizard because it lists all the spells and the specifics for it. Again, if you're just like a fighter or a rogue, you, you sneak around, you backstab somebody. Like, you don't need a lot of complex rules for that. <laughs> yeah. And the dice, uh, like I said, it's... It just somehow seems wrong to me to play D&D and not own any dice. I mean, because we're we're playing online, because, you know, Eric and Hunter and we are in Wheeling, me and Zach are here in Columbus, and uh, Nate is down in Texas. So the only way for us to play is online. And we actually use a website called Roll20, where you just click buttons on the character sheet and it rolls the dice for you. Like, I don't know if any of you guys have actually ever rolled dice because we've never really had the no. opportunity to get together and play in person. But it just seems wrong to me to be a D&D player and not have a set of funny looking polyhedral dice. So. Yeah, well, no, I appreciate that. And and I was excited to get the dice. So we had this all come in and Todd has created the character. He's had to, you know, do all this. We've planned that, all right, we're going to start playing on Mondays and this time and so forth. And a game lasts two hours minimum as I understand, just because that's by the time you start doing things, which now playing at least a game, I understand that. Like yeah. there was plenty of time where you're like, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> you're going back and forth, back and forth to do these things. And I was like, if you did an hour, you might not finish much at all. You wouldn't get much accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. So, so needless to say, so he's got us all set up and then we sit and essentially Todd sends me what this character profile like sheet was. So it's not just a matter of like, hey, this is your character. This is your backstory. Uh, this is the uh, he's kind of have to explain what all the stuff means, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, skill. Like so. The, and it was it was legitimately there was no other way to do it. We didn't have enough time. It was Todd got on. We in, in the in the time that normally we record it was all right, this section is this. This is what it means. This is what it is. This section is this. This is what it means. This is what it blah, blah, blah. Like it was legit. That's had, that had to be the thing. So I might have um, gave a couple. Yep. Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. Get that. All right. Cool. <laughs> that was my part of the conversation. And to say that I wasn't slightly overwhelmed and or regretting my decision going into Monday <laughs> Mind you guys, like I'm looking at it and, and in my real life scenario, I have, you know, an item list of like 20 to 30 things that I should probably be doing, right? Yeah. Like emails are flying in. It's, you know, being a small business owner in a growth mode uh, with a brand new employee that I'm trying to train with three kids, <laughs> all this stuff like that, you know, mind you, I'm not sure if I do anything I enjoy for two hours <laughs> throughout the week. At this given state, right? So right. for me thinking that, all right, for two hours, I'm going to sit at a computer knowing that this list and stuff is going to haunt me and I'm going to play a game that I'm not, you know, 100% sure of. Uh, and Todd, are you aware why I don't play board games? You know, it's there's been, probably I, multiple reasons. I, but there, there have been reasons and I'm sure you've explained them before, but it's been so long and so consistent in my brain. It's just Eric doesn't play board games. Um, what 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 are the reasons? 
Well, a couple reasons. Number one, yes, if I'm super busy, I don't have time for board games. Number two, I'm very jittery and I don't like to sit still very much. I, I'm always like trying to do three things at once. Right. Um, but the the no, probably the number one reason I don't like playing board games is because I like I like being good at things, right? So if you <laughs> and, and and to be good at things, you have to actually practice or come up with theory and or do stuff. So I naturally avoid things that I'm not going to be good at or don't have the time to be good at. Right. So like a board game, for instance, there's a lot of chance in it, but a game like taboo that relies on like wit and, you know, and, and thinking fast, it is stressful for me to play (laughs) those games because if I'm not good at them, that bothers me. Right. Gotcha. And, and to be good at those, I'd have to be like, think about it and I don't have time for it. So a game like D and D, which in my opinion, you know, you see it on TV and stuff like that. People are talking about, you know, it is like a role playing in your characters and you're doing this and so forth. And or like the better you know the game, the better you are at playing. Right. Uh, so that stresses me out. So going into that Monday, I'm like, if I if Todd, did, if this was the other way around and you were going to play fantasy football after I played this game, I'd be like, yeah, we're Todd. I just can't do it. Like, we're just, so, you know, sorry. Sorry about your luck. You don't need to play fantasy. Um and or if it was just as easy as like, yeah, you just hit a button and my character came about and but you did a lot of manual work and even spent money to send me stuff. Right. <laughs> right. So I was in it and it was a matter of like any no matter what, like I got to show up and I'm going to do this and I'll give it a go. And I'm not just going to, you know, if it turns out to be the most miserable experience, I will explain to Todd that I do not think this is a long term game for me. Uh, let's play a little bit. Uh, so that way the time and effort was put, you know, good, but yeah, well, you know. well, well, and I'll be honest, like if after Monday night, you looked at me and said, Todd, that was God awful. I don't know about how I feel about this. I would have been like, cool. No problem, Eric. Your guy, you know, will wander off into the woods and <laughs> yeah. never be seen again. He like, is yeah, dead. I'm not looking to pin you down to something that you hate, but I guess, how do you feel now that you've played? Well, it's okay. So, so that, that was the thing. So I sat there and it, it is all on a computer. It was. As simple as Todd's it's saying, all right, do a perception check. And sure, Eric doesn't know what that means in many cases, but he said it was as simple as, hey, go on that sheet that is clickable. Click on the button that says perception. Oh, there you go. Okay, we're good. You're not dead. You know, like, <laughs> the, like that. Right. So, so it was at least as easy as could be because we have someone that's been playing the game for 20 plus years or whatever. And we have others that are skilled because they've been playing for a while but not like experts right yeah it's not like i walked into a bunch of you know people that's been doing it so long that they're like mad at me that i knew where this didn't know where skills was there was other players that were like all right refresh me where's that out on my page again like and or (laughs) they were like hold on can i do this so it was like the perfect scenario for me oh yeah where i don't feel I didn't feel like I was jumping in the game with a bunch of masters. I don't think I would have done that. That would have done. And also there really didn't have, I didn't have to think much. Right. (laughs) You know, the most thought I had was like, all right, firstly, I, I, you know, I wasn't very familiar on how turns worked and who talked when and stuff like that. It was a little thrown off at first, but the moment I was like, yeah, I'm just allowed to talk and I'm allowed to help make, you know, make my story up or whatever. It was fine. And and I had in my brain like 20 things that I could have possibly done, you know, and just figured out how everybody else would play the the scenario. Uh, so it was 
not dreading two hours. It was actually a very pleasant two hours in which I didn't feel on stage at all, which was I was feeling like if I had to keep up two hours of like not acting, but, you know, right. playing the game like I could not play two, two hours of taboo. Like that would fucking miserably kill me um, to have <laughs> right. to think and use my brain to not say words or or, you know, charades or anything of that notion. I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. In this case, it was very much like chill for me. So, yeah. well, and I think I think part of that is the style of play that we do, or I guess that I do, because the dungeon master generally sort of sets the theme for it. Like because mm-hmm. a lot of folks are familiar with Dungeons and Dragons nowadays from uh, a show called Critical Role, which is basically watching a bunch of people play D&D. The notable exception is the Dungeon Master and most of the players at the table are all like voice actors. And so when they play and they go into town to talk to the local shopkeep, everyone is like doing voices. Like they take the role playing end of it very seriously, which I don't necessarily do. Like occasionally I'll throw out a weird voice but for the most part, I my game is more of a, you know, world exploration, dungeon crawl, combat with a little bit of role playing thrown in, sort of a thing. Yeah, if 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 I were running the game where it was expected that you were going to, you know, adopt a full on persona and stay in character for the entire time that we were playing. Yeah, I, I oh, imagine you'd be miserable done. and you'd be like, nope, no, no, well, I'm, I'm done, no. I'm out of here. Well. <laughs> Luckily, we prepped ourselves a little bit here yeah. prior to. I mean, it's not like this is the first conversation we've ever had Correct. about Dungeons and Dragons. Now, I'm not sure if we've ever recorded some of those or ha- had it on audio, but I'm pretty sure we've talked multiple oh. times. And I understood that it wasn't. I mean, at first, you know, I thought Dungeons and Dragons was a was not necessarily like a LARP game, but it was more a less structured board game kind of scenario where it's more of a we're going to sit in a circle and we're just going to improvise scenarios so once there's more rules and regulations and things that kind of keep it structured i was much more for it you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean just to be honest that's you know like i hey it would be great if you we all want to get around and create these fictional stories but my opinion like the if we were going to do that well let's like make a movie or something. Let's put something out right. there. Like I don't necessarily just want in this case it is somewhat of a hybrid game and storytelling. I'm still you know, I I was asked directly afterwards my wife who doesn't know about D&D less she less, knows less than I do. She says, "So what's the point?" And I did have a hard time understanding. Like <laughs> yeah, what was a, that point? I yeah, and, lot... and I'm like for me yep. that 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 is a problem. If there's no point, like I will have to create a point. I do a lot of things that have no point, Todd. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, no. Renaming no. files on my computer, there's really no point. But in my my situation is I'm trying to have a complete set, so to speak, right? I'm trying to clear this out. It's a task that I needed to do, and I need to get rid of it and so forth. Right. So I have to figure out what the point is for D&D. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people have a hard time wrapping their brain. Like, it's a game, right? Yeah. So how do you win? Eh, you don't win. What do you mean? It's a game. Of course somebody wins. No. And that does mess with mess with people's heads a lot of time. And I guess I can't really tell you how to best make it make sense for you. <laughs> what the deal? Sure. Like, like for me personally, I mean, I play because, well, I just enjoy the play. Like there's not, sure. like, I, don't, I guess I don't necessarily need a goal per se, but at the same time, 
there are sort of goals, even though I'm not, even though I've not necessarily, you know, chiseled them out and made them official. Like generally speaking, you're playing to, you know, you've got this character as you play, you get, you know, experience points and can go up in levels and get new powers and new abilities. Like basically one of my goals when playing one of these games as a player is to make my character as best as he, as he can, you know, level him up, give him extra, you know, spiffy abilities, whatever. Like that's a goal. Depending on what the storyline is like, like oftentimes your character will have some sort of goal they want to achieve or quest they need to fulfill. And so that becomes something of a win condition, so to speak. Um, but you're right. It's it's not like, OK, you're going to go around this board first person across the finish line wins or you need to you know, acquire all the properties in Monopoly to win. Or you need to you need to corner their king like in chess. Like it's not as cut and dry with D and D. You're you're 100 percent correct. <laughs> which which I mean I can make work. Don't get me wrong. Like I won't be able to just wander the woods in in, in dungeons for very long without having some type of purpose. I mean it didn't mm-hmm. take me five minutes, but to think about like what my character would do and like envision myself in these scenarios. So like it won't be hard for me to make a fantasy realm and create something that you know incites me to like all right i want to do this stuff like that won't be very difficult at all now you know in the past when i played things there always have been like some type of goal so for instance even madden you would say well what's the point of playing madden like of course it's just a game and you could play a game and blah 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 but like for me i would play like a franchise mode and the goal would be to create characters not much different and essentially make them to the point where they were Hall of Famers, so to speak. And or yep. once they retired, you took a batch that was created and tried to make them, you know. So it was very little into the actual game to game. It was more like long term, you know. Yeah. You know, so I don't have a problem saying, all right, if this is my character and he's allowed to stay around for as long as possible, like how, you know, beefed up can I make him before he dies? Or, you know, right. and, and the, essentially that is you know, one of your earliest episodes, probably my first introduction of hearing somebody talk about a character uh, was what was your gentleman's name? Something ridiculous. Jo- Jonathan Darkstorm the third. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your kind of thought, right? Like that was that what part of your mission is to like build this guy up to be whatever mastery level or something. Right? I mean, I mean, he, he was an elven thief and his goal, you know, generally was to become the most powerful thief ever. And I guess one of the things about my original game group and, Frankly, first edition Dungeons and Dragons sort of lent itself towards that. Is that once you get to a certain level, your characters sort of gain the ability to like, okay, if you're a fighter and you build a castle, you will attract a bunch of like followers. Like a bunch of fighters will come and you know fight for you. Like you, you are now lord of this area, and here are a bunch of you know knights to serve under you. There was so we had a dwarven fighter who did that and built a castle. We had another guy who was like a wizard priest deal who built a tower. And so he had a bunch of, you know, priests and wizards apprentices come to him. My guy was a thief. So, of course, I established a thieves guild and was the guild master. Like all of us hit that those levels at about the same time. And we basically built a town for us to be in charge of. And sure. that was that was kind of one of the sort of end game scenarios of, OK, we've achieved. I have won D&D. We now have this town <laughs> that we run. And every now and again, our characters would leave town and go off on adventures because, you know, dragons got to assault, you know, princesses somewhere and we got to go save them or what have you. But that was kind of one of the one of the big 
achievement unlocked situations for Johnny was when we when he you know started the thieves guild. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and you do that through playing enough hours to level oh, yeah. your guy up, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's the scenario. At least when I was playing Madden, it was a matter of all right, how many seasons can I get in on the you know in a couple weeks or whatever, and and how you know I remember there was. Geez, I played like 12 seasons within a given year. Mind you, every year there was a new Madden, so you kind of had to reset it um, <laughs> right. if you chose to. So like I and that was not super impressive, but impressive enough that like I had most of my players all retired and I started with a new batch. And, you know, like so so I could see myself finding myself saying, all right, well, let's see how we can make this character evolve and get better at stuff and so forth. Um, while within the game itself, you know, you have your small tactics of like, for at least for Madden, it was all right, you want to win the Super Bowl or you want to win the Russian crown or this or that, where at right. least I could say, all right, what can I try to do with this gentleman? Um, it is it is a weird thing because, I mean, at the end of the day, like I can enjoy something for two hours or I can enjoy it for X amount of time. But I am such a goal oriented individual that it'll be very difficult <laughs> to do it for long term if I can't find a, I can't answer the why do you do this? What's the reason? Like, that'll be difficult for me. Right. No, that's and that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And so I just have to figure that out. And I mean, one game is not enough for me to be like, <laughs> all right, this is what I enjoy. Or, you know, mind you, you know, therapy has told me all but like, you know, Eric, you're allowed to do things that don't actually <laughs> that don't actually like have a purpose or like things you just enjoy. Right. Not everything you do has to make money, et cetera. I, yeah, no. I, yeah. Yeah. So for those who have heard me or especially Todd, who has all the the unaired episodes of the Todd cast, <laughs> he knows that that is just a very difficult concept for me. Like, oh, you know, yeah. If I'm doing I mean, anything, there is a greater purpose and or like reward. And sometimes that reward is going to Disney. <laughs> and yeah. so so if, if at the end of the day and there's part of me that said um, I'm playing D&D &D so that way I not only can understand it, but it is a good story that I can tell people through one of my platforms, whether I blog about yeah. it or this or that, like there was definitely a part of me that says I'm doing this. So that way I can not necessarily monetize it, but use it for gain. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find something that would get you more nerd cred quicker than to say, Oh, hey, I, I play D and D. <laughs> listen, listen, Todd. And, and that, that, you know, if that's the currency I need and the fact <laughs> is you have to play to keep it, Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't just say I've done one like at this point in time, it could be a matter of like, you know, the thing, the funny thing is I did get an outreach and I won't go into the whole story because we don't know much about it yet. Right. But I did just get solicited. So somewhat to uh, help with the uh, with a D&D &D website for SEO. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. Which is insane uh, and funny and just a huge coincidence that it's happening at the exact same time I just started to play. But the the aspect of like knowing about it and like. And when I when I basically was like, hey, I, I'm a not, you know, I just played. But my brother now he's been playing since the <laughs> early 90s. Like there is something about that that makes me think, oh, man, that that like from a nerd perspective, that is fucking cool. Right. Just like <laughs> just like when I say I've been playing fantasy football since they actually they didn't have websites. You had to print it out. You had to buy a program oh, yeah. and print it out and hand it to your friends. That makes me sound like a goddamn boss. When it comes oh, yeah. to fantasy football, right? And when oh, you're yeah. like, yeah, first edition. I've been playing for 30 years. Yeah, no, it's, it's um, awesome. 
yeah, clout, yeah. I guess, in no. certain circles. <laughs> well, that's it. So I mean, there. So so when you say nerd cred, now you could walk into a party, and and it would be like, all right, let's start eliminating nerds, right? And then say, all right, how many of you guys listen to music? All right, how many of you guys read books? Blah blah blah. And like when they would normally get to, how many of you play fantasy football? You'd have to step aside. But not anymore, right? Not anymore. And I'm I would in. be the same with D and D. Who? How many of you played a role playing game? Now, I I would still be eliminated with LARPing. <laughs> oh, so to... would I. I've not. I've I've not like that's just been something I've not. But been but in the nerd for... triathlon or oh, whatever yeah. we would call it, <laughs> I, I, you and I both this year get to stay in a quiet a little bit longer. So I, right. I'm I'm prideful of that, and I think that is damn cool. Uh, and if anything, you know, I'm going to have to keep playing, even if that is the ultimate goal is like, I want to be able to be able to say, or there's two things that's going to happen, Todd, that's going to be a goal of mine. Or the therapist is finally going to be like, Eric, it's okay just to play. It's, it's okay to enjoy two hours and not have to worry about what is being monetized, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. well, we'll see, we'll see if I can't help you on that one, Eric. That's, that's the plan. Uh, and, and, you uh, know. Like you said, you can't tell from one game. At, you know, we, we play some more. If you get to the point where you're like, yeah, this isn't for me, just say so, and that's fine. And you can still oh, no, tell I, people you, you have played. But well, hopefully you enjoy it, and we can get you going, and, and, you know, we can have your character be all-powerful, and you and I can walk into various nerd places. And, that's you it. know, reign as gods among those those uh, mere mortal men, and that would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, Todd, my goal for this, my goal is just to come in in fourth place. Probably should have came in third place, but for some reason, the last game will be canceled uh, of D&D. And, 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 and I'll just be happy to just be happy to be there. So That is a fun throwback. And did we ever tell the listeners how fantasy football ended? I don't know, but I got into that. No, but I'm, I believe that that sounds like an episode that should be coming maybe next week. That sounds like a good plan. Well, thank you, Eric. It was good talking D&D with you. I suspect there might be more of that in the future. Thank you, listeners, for hanging out with us and joining Eric on this new journey. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.